Hey, welcome my friends. This is the Huddle Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Devin Tan. This is the place for parents doing their best raising kids in the modern age. It's tricky, tricky stuff. Here we talk about mental models, frameworks to help you and your kids to thrive. This week I want to talk a little bit about why parenting is so hard or why it seems more challenging these days. You know, kids don't come with instruction manuals. And, um, you know, we wonder where do we get the answers? How do we get the answers? Why can't we do this on our own? It seems so hard. Surely it's not supposed to be this hard. And the, the answer is we're not supposed to raise children by ourselves. Of course, there are people who do it, but it's really tough. It's really tough. My wife... When she leaves for the weekend to do her own thing, and she deserves it because, you know, she's a, she's a great mom and she, she needs rest and relaxation from time to time. But when I'm alone with the kids on the weekend, I love it, but it is hard. It is really hard. Much better when I have my wife there because we can work as a team. And doing it together is the best way to raise kids. We're all better in a community. You know, we can ask ourselves, you know, what do we do when we see a problem? Have you seen this problem before? What do you do about it? What do you recommend? What do you think I'm doing wrong? You can ask people, you can bounce ideas off one another. It takes a village. And I think in the modern age, we've We've lost that a little bit, I think. You know, we've lost that village vibe. We have fences. We have boundaries to keep ourselves protected. You know, to keep people out of our property. And there's this growing mistrust of one another. You know, I mean, when was the last time you looked at someone in the eye as you're walking down the street. Some of you do, good on you. I do, I try to, but a lot of the time I, I don't. It's uncomfortable, you know? I don't go out of my way to talk to people these days. I think many people don't, uh, but it's very easy to become comfortable with not talking to people and then we become a little bit more withdrawn, you know, isolated. And sometimes we need our own space, of course. I'm not saying that we, we, we shouldn't have our own space. But I think it's important that we find and strike a balance between um, what's an appropriate amount of interpersonal interaction and, you know, time by yourself. Uh, we all have different personalities, different needs. It's... It's important that you start to figure out, um, you know, where the line is for you. It's different for everyone. But the long and the short is that I do think, I do believe that we function better together in a community. Um, the reason why I say that is because people can't help but interact with other people. Whether you interact with other people well, with skill, is another matter. And I think it takes practice to do that. Um, I mean, you only have to 
go on Reddit or, you know, um, various Facebook pages to see. Um, every now and then you'll see a little skirmish between people who disagree. And it doesn't take long before it gets ugly. You know, people start slagging off one another, you know, ad hominem arguments, get thrown around, straw man fallacies, the whole, the whole lot. You see it. <clears throat> people have learned, um, people have not learned how to debate each other well. Because we're so used to um, avoiding each other that um, when it finally comes time to disagree with someone, we do it very poorly. You know, we can avoid people uh, because, you know, we, 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 we can and it's comfortable to do so. But then we, you know, and we act very civil with people when we're avoiding each other. But then we can go ape-stick crazy online at each other, can't we? The internet is supposed to help us, I think. At least I like to think it was, <laughs> it was supposed to help us. But help us with, with what? I'm not sure. Um, it, it, in, in, in many aspects of my work, um, one of the fact, driving factors or common themes that comes up time and time again when I'm trying to help someone through um, their anxiety or their depression or their psychosis or, or what have you. There's always this sense of isolation, loneliness. Um, but the ease in which people stay stuck in that loneliness seems to be increasing. Um, and I realize that I'm this is anecdotal. Um, I don't know how you design a study around this. Um, you know, what would you use as a control group? I don't know. But anecdotally in clinical practice, um, you know, you do see people seemingly becoming more isolated and more comfortable being comfortable in their isolation and um, one of the most common things that people will say is I spend a lot of time in my room on my phone on TikTok scrolling through feeds and stuff like that and they get more depressed they get more anxious I wonder why but then I, I'll ask them well why don't you spend less time on it well it's the only way I have uh, access to the world around me <laughs> You know, and of course, the, the you know the, the the reality is it's it's a false sense of the world, and it's not not real. It keeps people isolated, keeps people comfortable in the comfort of their isolation. I do think that we as people in the internet age. As I said before, are becoming increasingly comfortable with comfort. Partly because of the internet, I think. It's just my opinion. Um, you know, nothing has to be hard anymore. You have the option 
you have easy options now. You know, easy, difficult, extremely difficult. These are options now. You can choose whether you want to play easy mode, normal mode, hard mode. You can choose. You can order things online without going out. You don't have to talk to anyone. You can get an income without talking to people. You know, from the comfort of your coffee table. Yeah, we all like the idea, of course, of working you know, at a coffee table somewhere in the Bahamas or in Bora Bora. But the reality is that gets boring very fast. You can lie to yourself and say that you could do that forever. But no one is supposed to be an island, as the famous saying goes. You know, our customers and our clients, our patients, our families, they still need us and we need them. Because we need people to support our lifestyles, you know. It, it, there's this weird disconnect between what we think we need and what we um, actually need. So I think part of the reason why parenting seems to be getting more tricky is because we, in many ways, are becoming less resilient. Our sense of our capacity to tolerate discomfort is eroding. Um, you know, we're less comfortable with discomfort than we've ever been, I think. For example, you know, you don't have to go and earn a university degree anymore, university degree anymore, in order to get te technical knowledge, for example. By the way, knowledge, of course, as you probably know, is not the same as wisdom. And I'm not saying that um, a university degree will get you wisdom, but university as a place to gather does offer opportunity to bump heads with people um, intellectually, to disagree and to debate ideas. Although I must say that I hold little hope for... <laughs> more liberal, left-leaning colleges these days to, to, do, <laughs> to have healthy debate with one another. <laughs> Everything seems so insular and um, self-serving. Um, but I digress. We, you know, we've lost this sense of this village, so to speak, this community of people that can come together and um, interact, come, you know, interact and be comfortable with some discomfort where they might disagree with one another and then um, but because they know how to actually disagree with one another they have the skills to then resolve problems together you know in a civil way but we've lost that um, we've lost we've lost that because we're so insular now we're so isolated I mean, you see it on internet forums all the time. People just slag each other off right, left, and center. Um, you know, and they, they, there's, there's, you know, there's no decorum. People just go crazy at each other. You know, um, you know, in a village, 
I suppose what I imagine is, you know, people um, invite each other around for meals, gatherings. Um, I imagine that it's a place where people can share their struggles. Um, and a place, it's a place where others don't, don't or might not have the answers for us, but there's something healthy about being in the muck together, you know, being in the trenches together. It feels less lonesome. And I imagine that in a community, in a village, you're much less likely to feel overwhelmed, you know, uh, because you're not the only one holding it. You can hold it all together. It means then you have more energy in the tank to give to your children. You know, you have more energy to give them the time that they need to have you present in their lives. Um, because that is meaningful to kids. Kids need you in their lives. I mean, that goes without saying. But, you know, these days it's very easy for adults to, um, to get bored when they're supposed to be interacting with their kids say in the playground, you see this all the time, parents on their phones, scrolling through them, whatever, I don't know why, well, I know why, because we've got so uncomfortable with this sense of feeling bored. Because let's face it, sometimes um, hanging out with kids can at times be a little bit um, boring. That's, it's not mean to say that because we're humans. We get bored. Kids get bored with us so much of the time. That's why they're always complaining about, you know, can we go yet? Are we there yet? Can we go yet? Can we, you know, please daddy, please mommy, can we please go now? And then we get, you know, we get so worked up. We said, no, don't be so rude. I'm with my friends, I'm talking to my friends, but it's boring. It's boring to kids. And likewise, sometimes we get bored on the playground because it's for kids, not for adults. So it's, it's totally natural to feel bored. It's part of being human. We have to learn how to manage that boredom, recognize it, embrace it. You know, learn how to tolerate it and then park it and overcome it. But you never get to do that if you don't start to learn how to feel bored. That's a topic for another day, but you know what I'm saying. Um, we, we, we're so comfortable with comfort and so uncomfortable with discomfort that we've forgotten how to tolerate normal human emotions. And so, because kids don't come with an instruction manual, parenting is supposed to be not easy. I don't want to say parenting is designed to be difficult, because I don't think it is, but I don't think it's easy either. I think those two things are quite different. Um, 
you know. But if 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 we if we can parent together in a community of like-minded people who are keen on learning from one another, um, having real conversations with one another face to face um, in a village. <laughs> Um, maybe not literally, but in spirit, philosophically, um, I think it helps us to become more re resilient overall and um, much less likely to feel overwhelmed by the distractions of the modern world. You know, the, that constant barrage of noise from the likes of TikTok influencers, for example, you know, distractions of memes, tweets, reels, etc. Because these things are so disorientating, you know, it pulls us off course. Um, so, you know, what's the answer, Devon? Um, the solutions to our problems, these problems I'm talking about, I think, will be found at, within the village, a community, together. It's easier to figure things out together when we're in a community. Um, you know, we may not have the answer, but we can come together and work it out together. It feels less overwhelming. We need to get comfortable with discomfort. And how do we do that? It's much easier to do that with others around us moving towards the same goal. I mean, you think about, um, I don't know if you go to the gym, but um, for those of you who don't, you know, say if you're working out at a machine that could be dangerous if you don't have a spotter, for instance. Sometimes it's helpful having someone there coaching you through certain movements, spurring you on. You might feel discomfort, but they're there to support you. And if they're there to support you, you can move through that discomfort and then you get stronger in the end, don't you? We need to get comfortable with discomfort. Similarly, when we're parenting children, okay? There are going to be lots of uncomfortable moments. You have to embrace that. You need to embrace those difficult emotions because they will come. And we cannot afford to distract ourselves from those emotions, those uncomfortable emotions. Because that's when we start to learn to develop the muscles to tolerate those discomforts. You know, what's it like to be really bored for a really long time? When was the last time you got bored for a really long time without watching TV, without turning your phone on? We have to um, exercise beyond our comfort levels. We need to push the envelope. And the people that can help us to do that is other people, people in our village, in our community. You know, we're capable of much more than we think. And we need to test ourselves constantly, constantly. One, one practice which I've mentioned before uh, in one of the earlier episodes is that I've started to practice, um, sorry, I've started to um, incorporate this practice into my personal life. 
So, you know, no matter what the ambient temperature is in the morning when I wake up, I'm having a cold shower. No excuses. Um, and I always feel great afterwards, but the battle starts when I get a sense of discomfort initially. You know, I fight myself on that, uh, you know, at that point. Do I, do, I, do I have the shower? Do I not? Do I have the shower? Do I not? That battle is getting easier and easier to win. The more times I put myself through that process. But I had to do that in order to get to where I am now. I'm still not perfect. I'll never reach perfection. Um, but um, it's much, much easier. It takes a lot less time for me to move through that sense of discomfort and, and just hop in the cold shower. It actually helps. It's great. It's really nice. I like it. And there's so many things I think that um, will benefit. So many things um, for ourselves that will benefit us if we can incorporate that uh, practice into our lives. You know, and there's something to be said about learning to embrace hardship, struggle, discomfort. And then to turn that into your advantage, you get stronger. You get stronger. Imagine what you can do when you are practicing, uh, whatever it is that you're practicing in a community, people rubbing off, uh, one, you know, people, um, what's the expression? Uh, iron sharpening iron, you know. I think it'll be amazing. Okay. Anyway, that's my two cents for the week, my friends. If you found it, if you found this episode helpful, you know, please leave a review. Just real quick. Just you know, pause what you're doing. Just leave me a review. Um, it helps to increase the visibility of the podcast, and it comes up more often on people's searches for stuff. Because um, I believe that this stuff is really important and can help others too. Um, and if you think it was helpful, please do share the podcast with your friends and family who might find it helpful for them as well. Um, yeah, uh, thank you. So please, please go ahead and do that. I'd really appreciate that. That'd be awesome. Now, what if you had all the tools you needed to be the best parent that you can be? You know, it's like having one of those powerful toolkit sets. Uh, I wanted to introduce to you the, the nine ways to succeed with empathic parenting. It gives you the keys. I've talked about this before. And um, I'll just ask you though, you know, do you feel like you're struggling to connect with your kids? Do you feel like you're constantly having to nag them? You're constantly speaking to brick walls? Wouldn't it be great if you can help them master their emotions wouldn't it be great if you no longer had to rely on rewards and punishments to shape their behavior you have to make the most of the short time that you have with your kids before they grow up right you can become the influencer in their lives the influencer that they actually need to thrive not some tiktok influencer you so go and check out huddlewisdom.com 
forward slash practice. That's where you get the nine ways to succeed with empathic parenting. I hope you sign up for it because I do believe that it's great. And um, there's a, a happiness guarantee I've tacked onto it. So, yeah, I hope you do go and check it out. I encourage you to do it. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this episode, my friends. I've just um, loved having you with me. And um, I look forward to catching up with you next week. So my name is Dr. Devin Tan. This has been the Huddle Wisdom Podcast. Thanks so much for joining me, my friends. See you next time. Bye.